Yes, indeed. Let's get ready to rumble. Wow. Time to talk a, a bit of boxing uh, on uh, on higher wow. ground. Obviously, we're normally a, a rugby league show, but mm. big, big fight coming up this weekend. Uh, Fury Wilder three in Vegas. It's the former world heavyweight uh, champion up against the undefeated current world heavyweight champion. I thought I'd get someone on that's been covering boxing for a long, long time. He's been to Vegas plenty of times too, I'll tell you. He, in fact, he once had his own boxing show with uh, Johnny Lewis. These days, um, he has his own uh, podcast, and uh, we'll talk more about that as well. He also happens to be my brother. Mark Warren, welcome to Higher Ground. Oh, thank you, Christopher, for having me, and I'm hoping that you the family's recovered and a couple of Aspros later after a very big grand final day. It was a big grand final day. Now, uh, before we talk <laughs> boxing, I'm good, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Uh, All right. Vegas, um, yeah. y- you like the place, don't you? Would you recommend it? Should it be on the bucket list? has to be on the bucket list. And uh, once you know Las Vegas, do some things that don't cost you money. So, you know, to stand outside the Bellagio, this mass of water and fountains to the tunes of Sinatra. Um to see uh, New York, New York, and the skyline of New York with with roller coasters, and uh, to go to the boxing mecca, which is the MGM Grand or the T-Mobile. In fact, uh, uh, I have very long memories of Las Vegas. I bet you do. Yeah, fair to say you're probably on a first-name basis with quite a few of the concierges on the Vegas Strip. Well, I'll, I, 1995 <laughs> was my first trip to Las Vegas and I borrowed $400 US off Mr. Bill Morty. God bless his soul. Thank you, Bill. And I sat in the lobby bar at the MGM Grand Las Vegas in 1995. And I sat there with a a Bud Light and uh, I listened to an old comedian. I'd love to remember his name. And he sat in the chair and he he had a cigar and he had a scotch at his side. And uh, and I just sat there chuckling away for a couple of hours. In fact, when I got up to go to the bar, I said, I'll, I'll be back in a moment. Um, the bloke was, was a mannequin. He was battery-operated. Yeah. I, I, was, I, was com- I was having a conversation with him. I was having a conversation yeah. with him at about 3 a.m. in the morning. And he wasn't and, answering uh, you back? Only, only in Vegas. <laughs> only in Vegas. But he looked real, Christopher. Mm. He looked real, and mm. he told a great yarn. And I was just sitting there cackling away. Oh, dear. <laughs> Talking to a mannequin. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Christopher, yeah. too. Not many people call me Christopher. I'll let you I'll let you do that. This fight, Mark, how, how big? You've seen plenty of big fights. You've been over there for plenty of big fights. How big is this one in comparison? Oh, it's right up there. Um, the first fight in 2018 was a controversial split draw. Uh, Wilder retains the WBC belt. Many of the pundits on the lounge chairs around the world thought Fury had won the fight. I thought he might have snuck home by a point, including uh, a knockdown in the final round where, don't worry about the referee, don't worry about the doctor, they needed an ambulance. And to this day, I don't know how the Gypsy King got back to his feet to to make the count. Um, The trilogy... Uh, bout was originally scheduled for June 24, but had to be rescheduled after Fury tested positive to COVID-19. In the interim, Anthony Joshua has just lost to the Ukrainian superstar Cruiserweight, moving to heavyweight. And those two uh, got together. Usyk wins the fight, which puts a massive cloud over the fight, the one that everyone's been talking about, AJ versus the Gypsy King. Um, Now, Fury, he was 
a split draw in the first, Wilder retains, and then on the 22nd of February, about a week before the first lockdown, I was there at the MGM Garden mm. when Tyson Fury came out on a throne to Patsy Klein's crazy, mm. and the crowd joined as one. I've never felt an atmosphere mm. like it, and I should have been getting frequent flyer points. So I was sitting up that high at the MGM Grand. Um, it certainly wasn't ringside. But oh, one you, of the you didn't get electric- ringside? No, no, mm. I probably no, no. I told most radio stations back here. I, yeah. I was, I could almost touch the. Oh, well, they don't no, need to know. Yeah. No, that's the theatre of radio. Now, listen. Talking of this, he's he's a crazy cat, isn't he? And well documented his problems with, um, with mental health. And um, you know, you, you say he had a positive test to COVID. He's had positive tests to other substances as well, which he you know he, yeah. reg- he admits yeah. it's it's quite a journey. Tell us more about him. Yeah. Look. He, there was a, a date again on a CV and the 28th of November, back in 2015. And since the age of 14, he said, I will beat the great Vladimir Klitschko one day. Mm. And he did it. And in between, he then proceeded to balloon to 400 pounds. That's 181 Jeez. kilograms for the uninitiated, if you're Jeez. not familiar. In between 27 and 29. Yeah. Six foot nine. Six foot nine. Um, in the interim, he went away and he lost 68.5 kilos. That's a Jeff Horn. He lost to Jeff Horn. He lost to Jeff Horn. He lost to Jeff Horn, or or a very heavy bush jockey. And in 2017, all his thoughts were dark. You mentioned substance abuse. He's been very, very open about recreationals and alcohol. And Halloween night in 2017, he read George Foreman's autobiography, he read where Foreman had prayed to God to help him when his nephew was very, very ill. And since that day, training became his medicine. And uh, he mm. doesn't stay out of the gym or he's totally depressed. And he doesn't. He has to train. Mm. He has to train or basically, in his own words, he's suicidal. Um, mm. I don't say that lightly. Mm. I don't say that lightly. Um, he's an advocate for mental health. Uh, I think he gave a majority of his purse from the draw to mental awareness, um, chronic anxiety, chronic depression. And when he beat Klitschko, he'd reached his Everest. There was no more to do. It was over. And he told the world, he said, oh, that's it for me. Yeah, it's quite a story. It's interesting. It? It's quite a story. Oh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a character. I mean, he can, he can hold an audience whenever he speaks. You just want to, you want to, you want to listen to him, don't you? you on the fight itself, um, talking to Mark Warren, by the way, um, host of uh, Rocked Podcast, Rocked Podcast. This is Rocked. You like that? You like what I did there? I'll do it again for you. This is Rocked. And you can find that wherever you find your good podcast. Do you think the fight will go the distance? When, you, when you're looking for Rocked, you drop the E in Rocked, and, of course, I'm always side-saddled there. This is Rocked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with my little mate JJ Rocker, an absolute boxing uh, IQ like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Just diverting back to some of these notes, I just watched a with Tyson Fury. Um, to become the Gypsy King, and I know how many years you spent in England. Mm. Um, to become the Gypsy King, it was his. He's got Gypsy Kings both sides on his father's side and his mother's side. Mm. And only the best fighting man in the area could be called the Gypsy King. And they fought in mine shafts, they fought in quarries, they fought in basements, the streets and the pubs. Mm. But his ancestors, well, they never got to fight in Las Vegas. 
Um, now, which bookmaker have you got sponsoring your show tonight? Who are we with? I don't know if we're with anyone tonight. Maybe Top Sport. Don't know. Well, I don't know. For Joel, for Joel, for Joel Kane at Sportsbet. Okay, for Joel Kane at Sportsbet, the Gypsy King currently a dollar thirty, and Deontay Wilder, he's three dollars thirty with the Bagmen as we speak. His only chance Tyson is a knockout, Fury. isn't it, for Wilder? That's what I'm reading. Oh, hmm? well, yeah. And you didn't look uh, again. Going back to a little fella, JJ Rocker. You, you can't write a man off with touch of death power in a right hand. And his CV, mm. prior to the only two asterisks, 42 wins, 41 of them by KO. Wilder. Um, mm. Unbelievable power. Unbelievable power. But I, I was fortunate enough to run into a, an all-time great heavyweight in Lennox Lewis. And um, we spoke long and hard about the fight. And, wow, talk about another big man at six foot seven. And showed me how Tyson Fury, in fact, doesn't stay outside, but he was safer inside. Wilder can't get off that long right hand on Tyson Fury. And it's exactly what happened and what played out at the MGM Grand. He, he stayed in the pocket. He was able to do that. Yeah, he can box. He boxes like a lightweight at six foot nine. But mm. uh, Deontay Wilder was lost for answers before they called a halt to it, uh, a TKO victory uh, in round seven from memory. There, uh, it's going to be a great fight, mate. Uh, thanks for the chat. I mean, it's, it's a really good story. We might have a chat again on on Saturday uh, doing the, the Sports Central program here, so we might yeah. get yeah. you on then. I know yeah. there's a lot of Aussie boxing news we can talk about as well. We won't touch on that now, uh, but that was just a little teaser, and uh, all, all the boxing news is, is on what? This is rocked. <laughs> thanks for joining us, Mark Warren. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Christopher.